This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Uh, Anytime you choose uh, to join us, we appreciate that. We feel honored uh, when you do choose uh, to join us. Today, uh, Tony Shore and I will be highlighting two of the most overlooked opportunities that retirees have to increase their retirement income. Here's a question I'd like uh, all of our listeners uh, to ask. How much retirement income am I leaving on the table? And that is the question we're going to deal with today. Knowing where to look and how to properly structure uh, retirement accounts uh, is the key. So uh, stay with us and be ready to take some notes today. Uh, Tony, uh, welcome. Uh, It's an important show we have uh, for our listeners today. You know, a little money here and a little money there can make all the difference when it comes to maximizing retirement income, and we're going to talk about that today. Well, that sounds great, and that's so true, and it's great to be aboard today, Mike. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. And obviously, this is an important one because leaving money on the table, especially in today's economy or in retirement, really, people can't afford to do that. You don't want to derail your financial or retirement plan. So, uh, you know, creating an income plan without an advisor, uh, one that knows where to look and one who understands how to fit the income pieces together, I think that's critical. And uh, I think there's uh, it's important because you want to maximize your income in today's world, and you can't do that without uh, an advisor trained in asset distribution. And Mike, I know this is one thing you do for your clients, income planning, and that can be complex. And it's fairly easy to leave money on the table, as you phrased it. Uh, you talk about it often, how one decision can impact a different area of the income plan. So you make a decision over here, it affects something over there. And I, I like how you worded that. And you've quoted Ed Slot often, and Ed says less than 1% of advisors are trained in income planning as it pertains to qualified plans like IRAs, 401ks, Roths. I'm glad you're discussing this today because obviously leaving money on the table, that's a big one. And, you know, you've described a lot of plans that you review as incomplete when people first come to you. And that result uh, can be people missing out on money in retirement or income. And that can be disheartening, I think, to find out after years of retirement that you could have had more income and been able to uh, have a more comfortable income or make it last longer. So maximize those opportunities. And I can't wait to hear what you have for us on this topic today, because mistakes can be costly, very costly. And that's that's exactly true, Tony. Uh, a lot of uh, a review over the years, uh, we've seen a, a lot of plans and when people bring them to us for second opinion. And often those plans, you know, aren't per se wrong. Uh, they're just uh, incomplete uh, in, in one manner or another. You know, sometimes I think that the individual who designed those uh, income plans uh, maybe uh, had their blinkers on, you know, and uh, 
not all advisors, of course, but but many, I think, uh, do have kind of a, a, a one-way view of the work that they do. And I used the word blinkers there, so let's, let's think of the racehorse uh, world. Uh, you know, some horses run uh, the biggest races with blinkers on, and, and that's to uh, eliminate, you know, any view other than what's right in front of them. They don't want to uh, allow that horse to see uh, the big picture. And, and too often, uh, a plan uh, that we review, we see the focus is exclusively on growing the asset base or, or growing the money into a bigger amount of money. And certainly that's a good thing. And we all want to help our clients grow the assets. But if it's done, uh, I might say incorrectly, with only that growth in mind, opportunities can be missed. And that result will be less income for the retiree. And then the retiree's surviving spouse will also be impacted. And, you know, at times, um, that, that narrow focus of, of just growing uh, the asset can have uh, unintended uh, consequences. It can create problems elsewhere in the plan. So it's important to know and distinguish that retirement savings is not the same as retirement income. And that's a key principle that everyone should uh, recognize and, and be aware of and, and be on the uh, alert for. You know, we want to remember that, you know, the, the size of uh, the asset in the retirement savings account, that does not automatically equate to maximized retirement income. There's much more to it than that. It, it's how those assets are structured, how they are uh, classified for tax purposes. Uh, it's the timing of decisions. It's the use of uh, various financial tools and various financial products. All those fit together properly. Uh, that uh, determines uh, the income for the retiree. So it's actually possible that a lower dollar amount or lower dollar, dollar total when properly um, put together in a plan can create more spendable income for a retiree uh, compared to a lot of money uh, that's just poorly structured uh, when it comes to uh, taking uh, things out. We see a lot of uh, plans that uh, have gone through the accumulation phase. It's time for the income phase, but the planning isn't updated. They continue the accumulation phase structures during the time of life when we're you know, looking for the income, and that just is not the way to optimize a plan. So let's jump in and, and let me highlight two areas uh, where I see these missed opportunities uh, to create retiree uh, income and uh, not leave uh, money on the table in these areas. The first one is one that we talk about frequently here on the show, and that is in the area of Social Security. Uh, that's a place to look uh, to make sure that you're not leaving money on the table. And here's a mistake that we see too often. Again, it's, it's approaching these decisions with a narrow view. Uh, too often, Social Security is viewed as being only Social Security. And doing so uh, does limit the ability to maximize income uh, over uh, the, the lifetime of, of both spouses. Uh, too often, uh, the decision on when to begin Social Security is based on uh, a simple comparison. We see this often. Um, the, the, the comparison is, if I delay the start of Social Security, to take a larger check later, how long does it take to break even? 
And while that is a consideration, uh, in most cases, it shouldn't be the main one. And that's because that line of thinking disregards uh, the importance and the impact of the various claiming strategies that are available to a household. And it excludes uh, the, the impact of the surviving spouse benefit. Well, yeah, Mike, Social Security is so critical, and you've talked about this on previous shows, how important it is to maximize your Social Security. So I think this is the perfect time to mention the Social Security Maximization Report uh, that you provide for anyone who requests it, and it's totally complimentary. I mean, it's so important to have that because it'll show you exactly, based on your personal situation, when the best time to file is, how to maximize your benefits. There are strategies before you file uh, that can maximize your benefits. So that's huge. And so if you haven't yet filed or you've just recently filed, I encourage our listeners to pick up the phone, give you a call and get a copy of that report. That That's exactly what I'd like them to do, Tony. Nothing better than to give me a call uh, first thing on, on Monday and request your complimentary Social Security maximization report. I think the best way to to explain uh, what uh, we're able to do with this uh, report, and again, uh, this isn't just a generic report. This is tailored to your individual household uh, situation using uh, your numbers from Social Security Administration. But I think the best way to explain it uh, is to actually share uh, a hypothetical example uh, of what our software can uh, potentially uh, produce. Uh, over uh, the lifetimes of, of a husband and a wife. Um, in my view, again, it's critical that we look at Social Security uh, with uh, a comprehensive uh, lifetime benefit uh, strategy in mind versus just uh, uh, taking Social Security as quick as I can. So we want it to be talking about you know a lifetime uh, of total benefits. Right, but, and uh, over that, a lifetime, it, it can be a huge number. Yeah, it, it certainly can. And that, you know, we want to include, you know, spousal benefits. So here, here's what we found based on the earnings history uh, of a couple in our hypothetical uh, report here. And this is a pretty close example of a, a case that we actually did work on. So uh, here's what we found. Uh, if both spouses in our analysis elected to claim Social Security at their earliest claiming dates, which would be age 62, their expected lifetime benefits would be $789,000. And again, that's based on um, the, the payments from the start at age 62 through anticipated life expectancies. So the earliest uh, claiming date strategy beginning at age 62, again, that number is $789,000. If both spouses waited and claimed at their full retirement ages, those expected lifetime benefits would be $844,000. And if both deferred even further and claimed at the latest date, which is age 70, the expected benefits would be $843,000. But here's where it gets really interesting. Using our um, capabilities with uh, the Social Security maximization uh, software and the strategy, it creates $861,000 of lifetime benefit uh, over uh, the lifetime of both spouses. So that's a full $72,000 more than electing at the earliest date 
it's $18,000 more than if the individuals waited until age 70. Now, in our case, we actually recommended that the male spouse begin claiming Social Security at age 67, and then we recommend that they switch to the spousal benefit at age 71 and five months. And uh, the sweet spot for uh, the female spouse in this claiming strategy was for them to begin taking Social Security at age 69 and nine months. And, and that's uh, a lot of calculations uh, that the software does uh, to come up with you know, these sweet spots. You know, how many people uh, know that uh, you can start uh, down the, the claiming strategy you know, using, uh, in this case, the male at age 67, and then we recommended the male switch uh, to uh, another income strategy at the age of, of 71 years and five months. Um, so, you know, in, in this hypothetical, we found a minimum of $18,000 and as much as $72,000 that this couple was potentially leaving on the table. Um, you know, our software does, you know, thousands and thousands of calculations. And as I said, uh, this is well beyond uh, kitchen table yellow pad. Uh, it's well beyond um, spreadsheets uh, on your computer. Uh, to get the various claiming strategies um, and switching from one strategy to another included. So it's really critical. And there's a lot more uh, that goes uh, into these considerations. For example, you know, how is Social Security going to be taxed? And uh, having an overall income plan or an overall income strategy that uh, minimizes uh, or avoids unnecessary tax on Social Security is really crucial. You know, for, for, for many, many people, this uh, income from Social Security is going to be their largest pool of dollars throughout both lifetimes. And not to understand uh, how to minimize uh, income tax on, on this money uh, is critical. So you, you want to get your claiming strategies right to maximize the benefits, but then you also need a strategy to minimize the taxation of Social Security. So we want to make sure the minimum amount of uh, Social Security is going on your Form 1040. So uh, a lot of work to be done here just in the area of Social Security and the taxation of Social Security to make sure that a retiree is not leaving money on the table. Well, yeah, and it, Mike, you've said it a lot of times before here on Retirement Talk, uh, every dollar you claim for Social Security is one less dollar your investment portfolio has to make for retirement. So this is a critical planning component. How can our listeners out there request their custom Social Security maximization report? Well, it's as easy, Tony, as uh, picking up the phone this week and giving me a call. My phone number is 812-787-0809. Let me give that to you one more time. 812 787 0809. Uh, leave me a message. If I don't answer, I'll get back to you uh, as quickly as possible. And again, I want to stress this. This is not a generic report. This will be your actual Social Security numbers worked into a claiming strategy that can show you uh, the sweet spots uh, for you know determining when to begin Social Security and which strategies to use. And the goal is to create the largest dollar amount of income 
for both spouses lifetimes so it's uh, really important that you call this week again that number is 812-787-0809 and uh, request our social security maximization report tailored to your information yeah i think that's important and that's a great service mike and again there's no charge for that service what's the second area you want to talk about where you see dollars left on the table today well, uh, it's going to come as no surprise to our regular listeners, and we're going to talk about uh, taxes again. Um, I'm going to cite an example uh, that, uh, that we worked through again, um, and this demonstrates uh, for this individual uh, what we found is that the structures that they had in place, structures that were all about just growing the assets, uh, without having a tax strategy, uh, they were going to leave over $200,000 on the table. So let's think about that. Here in our Social Security illustration that we went through, there's about $72,000, and here's two hundred. So just between Social Security and not having a, a tax strategy on the overall income, uh, there's a potential, you know, in what we're talking about today, $272,000. And again, uh, this is no surprise uh, to our regular listeners. Um, you know, this individual and this uh, illustration that we ran, they did not have a strategy uh, in place to minimize taxes on uh, the retirement income. Again, the plan was all about growing the assets. It was just make all the tax deferred contribu- you know, contributions into plans that are tax deferred as you can. Let's grow, 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 grow without recognizing that the, the more you grow these tax deferred um, investments, the bigger the tax uh, bite is going to be on the other end. So we want to grow assets, certainly, but we want to grow them uh, smartly. Uh, And and this is crucial, as we've said many times, but we need to recognize that that growing the asset is not enough. Um, I would call this an example of of incomplete planning. You know, it's it's the how and it's the where uh, that uh, we we are are interested in on, on how we look to grow these assets. You know, when we consider, uh, yeah, when we consider uh, just how much debt the government uh, is in, you know, right now the federal uh, debt's around $32 trillion. The unfunded liabilities are around $173 trillion. As those continue to grow, uh, most people believe that tax rates are going to go up. So here's the question. Does it make sense to continue to take tax deductions at today's historically low tax rates and then pay the taxes that we're going to owe on that back when our country is at a point where they need a lot of money to pay off these debts and tax rates are going to have to be higher uh, to do that. And as we've said before many times, uh, the idea is that uh, we as retirees are going to be in lower tax bracket when we retire. You know, that's becoming a myth for a, a lot of Americans. And Ed Slot speaks of that myth often. And we spent uh, several weeks in early uh, 2021 talking about his book, The Retirement Savings Time Bomb. And there's a whole section in there uh, about this uh, myth that uh, we're going to be in lower tax brackets. Uh, it's, we just don't think that that's going to happen. When you look at all the deductions you typically lose when you retire, you know, the mortgage is paid off. Uh, you're not making contributions to your tax deferred plan. Um, you may lose a spousal deduction at the death of the first spouse. You really have to be keenly aware of the impact uh, of taxation on your deferred accounts. 
Well, and there you go. Uh, taxes always end up coming into it, and that makes sense. Uh, how can anyone know if they've uh, accumulated enough money, though, for retirement if they don't know how much the IRS will take? That's a good point. And, and it's good to know there's a better way, but it takes working with somebody like yourself, a trained income planner. Well, that, that's true, Tony. And that's one of the reasons that, that we stress this so often on uh, Retirement Talk. It, it's to make uh, that point that uh, it's not enough just to make contributions and grow the asset. We want to do it uh, in a way that is wise. And I actually have a little phrase hanging above uh, my desk uh, on the wall, and it says, if you're not in control uh, of your taxes, you're not in control uh, of your retirement. Uh, you know, Who knows how much money the, the IRS is going to want to take? And does it make sense to take that 15 or 18% uh, tax deduction today? and maybe pay it back at, at 28 or 32 later. We just don't know. And the best way to deal with that, I think, is to have a plan in place that uh, doesn't expose um, all of our retirement savings to an unknown tax rate, you know, 5, 10, 15, or 20 years uh, down the road. You know, too many uh, people that I've met over the years do have most, if not all, uh, their retirement savings in that tax-deferred basket, and that's just not where we feel we should have uh, all of, of our money. So uh, the question today is, uh, do you as a listener have a strategy in place to, to minimize the tax on those uh, retirement accounts? If you don't, please call me at 812-787-0809. And even if you think you do, let us give you a second opinion. We're not going to charge for that. You know, when it, when it comes to the tax deferred allocation, there is a mathematically correct number for each retiree. And so, uh, listeners, you know, do you know what that number is in your specific you know, situation? Do you know how much income you can have and offset it so that you're in a zero tax rate? And the key is knowing how to take existing accounts, the allocations, and structure them so that when uh, taxes do go up, it has minimal impact on your income plan. And when you take income from your IRAs and 401ks and those types of plans, uh, it's not taking in a way also that uh, forces more of your Social Security to be taxed and put on your uh, 1040. Uh, If by some stretch uh, you don't believe taxes are going to go up, I would encourage you to do a a Google search for former uh, U.S. Comptroller General David Walker and his testimony Uh, before Congress. You know, this guy uh, is thought to know more about the financial picture in the United States than anyone else because he was the U.S. Comptroller General for a couple of our presidents. He feels that tax rates must double if the United States is going to meet its obligations. So uh, all of our listeners, I hope you understand the importance of uh, comprehensive income planning. It's not the same as just growing assets. And I hope you'll give me a call this week at 812-787-0809. And I encourage you uh, to tune in again next week. And we'll have some more information that we think is vital for you and your spouse if you're looking to maximize your income over your retirement. Tony? All right. Well, great show today. Thank you so much, Mike. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. Investment advisory services provided by Creative One Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and Creative One Wealth LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Provided content is for overview and informational purposes only and is not intended and should not be relied upon as individualized tax, legal fiduciary, or investment advice. Each individual situation will vary and opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Illustrations given are hypothetical examples and provided of illustrative purposes. Only. It does not represent real-life scenarios. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representation can be made to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. The information contained herein is based on our understanding of current tax law. Tax and legislative information may be subject to change and different interpretations. We recommend that you seek professional legal advice for applicability to your personal information.